greetings, greetings. This is Fifi White with Searching for Love in All the Wrong Situations. I'm coming today and um, I'm going to go into the book Searching for Love in All the Wrong Situations, which is a collection of poetry written by myself. And um, we're going to go to part four which is healing. Um, As many of you know, I have been on a um, healing journey. I mean, uh, well, we technically, we are healing throughout our entire life, right? But I've been on a purposeful healing journey of, I guess, for the last three years, going into the fourth year. And um, I speak of sacred woman quite often, um, Queen of Fua, and the rites of passage, the sacred woman rites of passage, and how that has changed my life and given me um, guidance, you know. Um, it's an addition to um, my faith. And um, yeah, so that's where I am. I'm going to read something. It's from the Soulful Woman Guidebook. Um, it's Path Awareness. And I just pulled this. This is actually out of a deck of affirmations, kind of like guidance cards. You know, um, some people would be spooked out by that, but it's nothing to be spooked out about because I'm not reading into the future, not trying to find out what is to come. I am just reading things that keep me uplifted and grounded and built up, along with the other things I read, the, my book, my Bible. Um, other books that I'm reading, Sacred Woman, uh, Killing the Black Body. Why did no one tell me this? <laughs> I can go on and on. Um, Worth More Than Rubies, which is a book about pro- the Proverbs 31 woman. So I read a lot of stuff, but here I am. And this is a Soulful Woman guidebook. The card is Path Awareness. It says, if I sincerely ask, I am always guided back to the right path for me and to my central purpose. So take that in. Um, And I'm going to read what exactly um, the author of this guidebook means by that. So it's number 30. It says, when I ask sincerely, I am always guided back to my right path and to my central purpose. Each time I return to my path, I return with knowledge and wisdom gained from exploring the shadow side of my journey. My side journeys, detours, and setbacks give me a broader perspective and useful information. Each time I return true to myself, to to my course, excuse me, I am that much clearer and stronger, that much more ready to live peacefully with myself and my chosen life path. Each time I return, I am more sure that this is the right way for me, that I am on track. This knowledge reassures me sometimes I can only know what I know by experiencing the contrast of other paths or by falling off my path for a while. I am excited about my journey ahead. So as I stated, I've been in a very, in a healing process. So this would be very, um, 
perfect for this evening session where we're talking about healing. So as you know, we're reading out of my book, Searching for Love in All the Wrong Situations. Um, and I always start off with a, um, a memory from my childhood, right? And then I go into the poetry that I wrote over my adult life, my young adult life. And I read the poetry and then it comes always to a biblical story or scriptures that answer the cry of the poetry of the little girl. The little girl that grew into a teenager, that grew into a young woman and had these different situationships and these um, thoughts and this pain and this heaviness. And then there's scriptures or a biblical story that answers the cry. So this one starts off part four healing. I have no memories of a father and very few memories of a mother. The first poem that I'm going to share is hereditary. <laughs> Heredity, yes. I am lost, trapped within my own self-pity. Heredity has gotten the best of me, leaving very little dignity in the midst of inequity. I feel guilty as I pass on my bloodline. If I knew of all of the secrets, this I would have declined. My seeds I sprinkle with the purest water, making an unworthy man and woman proud to say I am their daughter. As I fight against the demons of their past, I try to instill morals in my seeds that are righteous and will last. Trying not to deal with the mental chaos given to me as I unwrap myself, no longer lost in self-pity. Saying, yelling, screaming, forget about my heredity. Now that was a poem that I wrote, um, I'm not sure what year, I really wish I put the years in there, but it was before my healing path because what I've learned is that I don't have to hold on to general, generational curses, I can let them go. I don't have to take the negative of my heredity and live that out as I have in my past. I can start a new chapter for my bloodline, right? Like I said, I sprinkle my seed with the purest water and that begins to shift things. I also learned throughout my healing that I don't have to say forget my heredity because that's who I am, right? I can give honor to my ancestors. I can give honor to those who have come before me, but I don't have to live in self-pity any longer because I have, I have all that I need to shift and to change the trajectory of my bloodline moving forward. And that's what I've been learning throughout my healing. So this poem is called Father. Drugs flow through your veins. What happened to the love that should have flowed for me? Your blood poisoned with that deadly killer, not even awake enough to see. The long-term damage and excruciating pain. The fact that because of you, I would never be fully sane, but not fully insane because of the blood of Jesus, Yahshua, Jehovah. <laughs> he, my Holy Father, has comforted me 
and helped me deal with this unwanted pain that you bestowed upon me, Father. So again, it goes back to feeling the shame. You know, the Bible says the sins of the father fall on the children. I had to go through a lot in life, a lot of misguidance, a lot of, you know, bad choices, but a lot of good. That's why I said sane, but not fully insane either, right? <laughs> because God kept me. The most high creator creatures kept me. And um, I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. I am so grateful um, that I didn't have to accept that unwarranted pain. I had to go through it. I had to go through a lot. I made a lot of mistakes, bad choices, bad picks, you know, um, do-overs needed, much so. But that has that was the old me. That hasn't been me in over 15 years. You understand? And probably longer than that when I really think about it. But bad choices. But I didn't have any guidance. I was a young woman on my own out there trying to figure it out. Lack of guidance. Lack of support. My friends were my support. Oftentimes. My friends were the ones who poured into me. Oftentimes. The good, the bad, the ugly, my friends were there. Oftentimes, whether we were guiding each other in the right way or the wrong way, my friends were there. Oftentimes. And so from the outside looking in, it would appear that I was a loose woman, a loose girl, or this, or that, or this, or that. But I was actually a young woman who lacked guidance, who didn't know any better who wasn't taught. So as I began to grow and, and move out of those ways, you know, the worldly ways is what we call them. I was raised calling them the worldly ways. As I began to move out of that and vibrate higher. And even though some people who have known me for years still don't even recognize the high vibration in me, or do they? <laughs> I think they did. And I think they even recognized the high vibration in me then. It's just that I was not awakened yet. So I didn't know the jewel, the queen that I was then and now. So now that I walk in a high vibration, you know, I float in high vibration and I continue to feed myself. And I've asked for forgiveness for all of those mistakes, those mishaps, right? You know, see the new me, right? <laughs> That's what healing does. It allows you, you know, you can't heal what you do not reveal. So if I cannot reveal the fact that I was lacked guidance, didn't have support, was making poor decisions, poor choices, poor picks, <laughs> If I don't acknowledge that, I can never heal from what I do not reveal. The good thing that I will say about myself is I don't do things in the dark, you know, that I could have just not known any better. Maybe there were things that I shouldn't have done in the dark, but I was so, 
unguided, lacked guidance, that I didn't even know to do things in the dark, you know? But that's what you learn from a mother and a father that pour into you and they guide you and they teach you, or a mother or a father, but someone has to pour into you and teach you these things or else you take the longer road to get there. But the goodness is that you can get there. You can get there. I am a living testimony that you can get there. And that oftentimes people see that you are chosen. They see that light in you. They see that gloriousness, that royalness that you don't yet see in yourself. But in due time, in due time, you will see it. You will see it too. Keep seeking your healing. Keep seeking your healing. Go higher. Don't be afraid to read different types of books from different practices so that you can find what works for you. Yes, my foundation is Christianity, but I did not 100% find healing until I began to dig deeper. And yes, it took a African spirituality rites of passage to add to what I had already been taught throughout my entire life, my foundation, to bring out the best in me. Amen and Ashe. The next poem is untitled. It says, looking deeper into my past relationships, passing through my life like chapters in a book, many incomplete chapters without endings, leaving each chapter to spill into the other, causing confusion. Confusion that causes the following chapter to start off blurry because the thoughts and storylines from the chapter before overshadow the proposed new thoughts and storylines. The main character is remaining the same while new characters move in, causing confusion. Confusion that begins to cause the pain, the main characters to fade out of the storyline, causing loneliness. <laughs> so what that means is I wasn't closing chapters and I was going into new relationships with baggage, like Erica Badu says, bag lady. <laughs> Um, I was a bag lady and I was carrying into the next relationship baggage from the other one, right? I had to clean that up. I had to clean that up because the characters were the same. It was like character A, character B, character C, character D, but character A would show up in a different face, a different body, but the same behavior. Character B, different face, different body, same behavior. So on and so on and so on, right? And so until I healed and began to vibrate higher, the characters began to change. So much to the fact that <laughs> I'm not even casting anymore. <laughs> There are no characters because I'm no longer casting for parts. You know, there I, I'm okay with just running my own show, being with self, healing daily, um, sharing my time with friends and family, enjoying that time alone. I spend a lot of time alone. And um I love it. I do. 
So, um, the, there's no characters to exchange in and out. There's no faces that I have to remember. Okay, you know, and that's the beauty of healing is that, it, and it's not just in relationship, in romantic relationship, it's platonic relationships, um, friendships with women, like all of those relationships have shifted. The, the, the quality of the relationships that I have have shifted. Um, yeah, so it's not just um, romantic. So when we're talking about that, uh, when we're talking about the characters, don't think that we're talking about men only, like, oh, I was this man and that man. Although, you know, I have my share of bad picks in that area big time because I didn't know I was a diamond. I didn't know I was a queen. I didn't know I was royal. But I do now. And I have for the last 15 years. I've known who I am. And I stand on that square. <laughs> um, many people, um, they want to keep you in a box. Don't allow them to do that. They want to keep you in a box of what they heard and what they thought and what they knew and this, that, and the other. Don't let them do that. Don't let them do that. You, you lift your head and you hold it high. Because I know when I walk into any room, I shift the atmosphere. I shift the atmosphere any room I walk into. And I can walk into a room attempting to be unseen. And it's impossible. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that because I now know who I am. So this is called the revolving door. And this goes, it's still talking about that same thing. It's relational, right? It's still talking about those, th that sameness, that just not growing, that sameness. My life, the revolving door, not embracing the things ahead to explore. My world, both big and small, not allowing myself to experience it at all. Standing still in the same place, touching others people's lives but never leaving a trace completing one lesson only to learn another never the same but always full of pain is it me or is it them to blame self-exploration working hard no oneself no working hard on oneself excuse me to make a wiser queen of me to inherit all of my wealth my life the revolving door is coming to an end don't want it to revolve no more just want a new life to begin now this poem was written years ago right and i'm telling you that new life is here that healing is here it has come it has come it came 15 years ago 10 years ago five years ago five months ago, five days ago. Matter of fact, it came five hours ago. Matter of fact, let me tell you something. We've been on this call and the healing is continuing to go. That's five minutes ago. We can even go to five seconds ago. The healing is taking place. The revolving door is coming to an end and it's a constant. Healing is a constant. It is ongoing. It's not you heal 15 years ago and you don't have to heal today. You continue to stay on the path of healing. The last poem that I'm going to share today is called, it's named It's. And yeah, we're going to dig into this one. 
It's the loneliness that drives me crazy. It's the silence that drives me mad. It's the need for affection that separates my body from my soul. It's that I don't know how to give that affection in return that leaves me alone. It's the security I need to feel to open up to love. It's the empty bed I refuse to sleep in that I need to learn to forgive and trust. It's the dark. I need not be as scared of, but learn to embrace. It's the fact that I want someone to let me into their inner space. It's sad that I continue to let the wrong one in. It's alarming how I was born into this painful life I live without a choice, but I can choose a new path now because I have a voice, a hard time because of the past pain that I have inherited, or shall I say, the pain that I have gained. It's the way men come into your life only to play with your heart. It's how I give my heart to them, knowing it isn't smart. It's breaking out of the chains of abuse and creating a place of serenity. It's longing for that person to come and accept me for me. Scared, beaten, and perfect, and all that. Kind, sweet, and loving, and all that comes in one pack. The need for a strong, sincere, and God-fearing man to help heal the wounds. I don't think there's anyone out there, at least from my experience. It's what I should would assume. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Even reading this poem, I feel bad for that woman. And I am so glad that I am no longer her. Because what I learned is that that comes from within. That love, that healing up that lonely feeling that you have, that comes from yourself. It comes from within. When you began to do the healing, do the work. You will heal those parts of yourself. You will no longer be meeting the same type of man. Let me tell you something. I can tell when my vibration is low, meaning if I'm tired, um, maybe I've been engaging in, you know, hanging around people that I used to hang around that um, aren't building me up or aren't building up the world or, you know, I'm maybe drinking, say I'm drinking too much, whatever, hanging out, partying, whatever you want to call it. I can always tell when my vibration is low because of the man that tries to talk to me. Let me tell you something. My last relationship was so powerful. Although it was not perfect, believe me, no one is perfect. We all need healing constant. But what it did tell me is that I am a queen and that I am powerful and that I will accept nothing less than a powerful, God-fearing, God-fearing, I say God-fearing, and that's the God within and the God around us, right? Man, period. And friends as well, high vibrational friends. No more gossipers, no more backstabbers, no more of that, no more. Because that is also a reflection of you. All of your relationships, that's what Queen Afua says in her book, Sacred Woman. All of your relationships are a reflection of yourself. So we have to keep that in mind. So when I look at this and I talk about trust, I have to trust myself first. Um, embrace, I need to learn to embrace myself. I cannot ask for someone to give me something that I don't give myself. <laughs> I'm going to repeat that. We cannot ask someone to give us something that we do not give to ourselves. Am I playing with my heart? How can a man come into my life and play with my heart unless I'm playing with my own? <laughs> and if I know that giving my heart to someone isn't smart, why would I do that, right? 
I'm so happy for the healing and the growth. Yes, breaking out of the chains of abuse. Sometimes we abuse ourselves so much and we long for things that we don't, we're not even ready for. But I can truly say that as you work on yourself, as you learn to speak life into yourself, as you begin to know thyself, things will change. Things will change. So these are some of the scriptures. I'm just going to read a few that I have here um, that heal the broken a broken heart. It, Psalms 147.3 says, He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. That's that healing, right? Binds them up as if they never existed. People will hold you accountable to something you did 20 years ago. Right? But not the most high. Binds them up. Binds up your wounds. Binds up your wounds. Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30 says, Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for your yoke is easy and my burden is light. And basically it's saying, give your, give your, your, your burdens to the Most High. And it's not excusing you saying that you don't have a part to play in this. You do. You got work to do. I got work to do. We all got work to do. But give it to most high because we can't do it alone, right? My thoughts, number four, we're going to wrap it up. I needed my broken heart mended. I still need my broken heart mended. I go to God in prayer daily asking for broken my broken heart to be mended. I have found that he continues to mend pieces of my broken heart. Be patient. Cry. Allow yourself to feel the pain of a broken heart. Trust him. He will take care of you. This may be a lonely time in your life, but ask God to comfort you while he mends your broken heart. The healing may not come all at once. Now we talked about that. The healing is over time, right? The healing is over time. But I am a living witness that it will come. He has promised it in his word. Have faith. If even just the size of a mustard seed, it will grow. Now, mind you, this book was published in 2014. So these poems were written in this information. This was written before that. But I believe it was when I turned 40 where I really shifted. I was like, look, I, this is a hot mess, a hot mess a hot mess. I was living in the city that I grew up in. I had dated whoever I was going to date. I mean, to the point where, and I'm just going to be transparent, to the point where um, the guys I was dating were friends, like at, either at the moment, at some time. It was just really, you know, it's a small city, small town. It happens, right? But I didn't feel good about that. You know, um, I didn't feel good about it. I was in a low situation, low vibration, and it caused me to make poor decisions. Um, prior to that, I think I had been doing pretty good because it's been probably like 15, 
to 18, 15 to 18 years where I just really was like staying to myself, doing my own thing, not really in the mix of things. Well, maybe longer than that, probably when I got married. But anyway, but people don't let you forget, right? So I went through that, got divorced, uh, made a little, you know, kept making the little mistakes, looking for love and all the searching for love in all the wrong situations. That's what the book's name is, right? It's a reason why it's called that. So those of you who haven't listened to my other podcasts, I grew up in foster care where I was abandoned at four years old with my siblings, my three-year-old brother and my sister eight. Um, so I had some real relationship issues, right? Uh, my father has been in prison for 45 years, I believe, you know, so I had some real abandonment issues, um, a lack of guidance growing in foster care, home, home, whatever. Um, and so I was, I was searching for love in all the wrong situations, but let me tell you that we serve a mighty God and the God in us will rise. <laughs> the God in us will rise. And when I say we serve, I mean, we, I look at it as a, a team, right? We work together uh, in service to others and to ourselves. I'm not sure if I explained that um, good enough, but I can dig into that another time because we're just about at 30 minutes. But I do want to just say that if you keep on pushing, Keep on trying, keep on working on yourself, keep making changes. It doesn't matter what other people say, what they see, what they think, what they this, what they that. You know that you're doing the work and you know that you are doing the best that you can. You know your background, you know your past, you know your future, you know where you're headed. Not, you don't know your future, but you know where you're heading and you know that you're diving in deep to do that healing. Just continue to do what you're doing. Beloved, continue to do what you're doing because if no one sees, God sees. And guess who else sees? Those who know you best, those who are closest to you, even if they don't tell you, even if they don't give you any props, if they don't see, girl, I see you shining. Keep shining, sis. Still, keep shining. Keep shining. You are beautiful. You are amazing. And I love you. Again, this is Fifi White. And I just wanted to come to you today to share with you that we all get an opportunity to change. We don't have to stay, be, be victim of our past. We don't have to keep those chains. Let those chains break. Let them break. Let the strongholds break. Turn away from your past. Turn away from your old behaviors and vibrate higher. Peace and love. I love you all. Thank you. Give thanks.